It's the 14th century. It's East London and a church of white stone is going up in what is now Altap Ali Park and being dedicated to St Mary. Eventually it gives its name to the entire neighbourhood and perhaps inevitably becomes known as the White Chapel. I'm Danny Hurst, and every Christmas when I was a child, uh, Monopoly was part of our tradition. We used to sit round the board, my sister and I would fight over who was going to be the car, and we'd sulk if we landed on Mayfair the first time round, because you're not allowed to buy anything on the first round, not realising anyway that it wasn't such a great asset, because hardly anyone lands on it in the first place. This episode, we are on Whitechapel Road, the second of the brown squares and the joint cheapest property on the London Monopoly board, a snip at £60. At the time of recording this podcast, according to the Bank of England, £60 in 1936, when the London version of Monopoly came out, had the purchasing power that £3,503.40 has today. That is not likely to secure you property in Whitechapel or indeed anywhere else in the UK. Like everywhere in London, Whitechapel is steeped in history and the first thing people think of when you mention Whitechapel is the Jack the Ripper murders. There are a number of ghoulish Jack the Ripper tours in the area if you're into that type of thing. Uh, The Jack the Ripper murders didn't actually take place on Whitechapel Road. Uh, They were much more towards Spitalfields and Shoreditch, but Whitechapel... Whitechapel is generally accepted as being the place where it happened and these murders are well known across the world due to uh, the publicity at the time, the mystique around it, uh, the number of films and TV series and books that have happened and come out over time. Numerous theories abound as to who done it, but because of the whole conspiracy that built up around it, it is unlikely that anyone is ever going to find out. Whitechapel Road is the start of the A11 and it begins at Whitechapel High Street from Oldgate East Station on the edge of the city, becoming Whitechapel Road just at Altab Ali Park, running east towards Stepney Green, where it becomes Mile End Road, changing its name several times as it works its way east towards Colchester, what was Camelodunum, the original Roman capital of England. The original Whitechapel itself was destroyed during the Blitz in 1940. It took a direct hit and its ruins were pulled down during the 1950s. However, the floor of the chapel is still visible in what we, uh, what is now, as we said, Altab Ali Park. Altab Ali was a British Bangladeshi who was murdered in a racist attack in 1978. This was the sort of thing the East then was famous for in those days. The park was named in his memory 20 years later. 
Now, Al-Tab Ali's family was a part of the last major wave of immigration that Whitechapel has become famous for over the centuries. Uh, it has had, it's famously had numerous waves of immigrants since the uh, 16th century when the Huguenots, these were the French Protestants, fled from their homeland in France, in Flanders, which is now Belgium, uh, and looks looks the Low Countries, uh, they fled from there to escape sectarian persecution after the St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre. Many of these were skilled weavers and Spitalfield silk became known across the world. During the 19th century, a huge wave of Jewish immigrants fleeing from the pogroms of the Russian Empire settled in Whitechapel along with huge numbers of Irish refugees from the Potato Famine. There are still old synagogue buildings in Whitechapel and Shoreditch, but the last operating one closed down as a synagogue in 2015, and the building was sold to the East London Mosque. Which brings us on to the next uh, wave of immigration, which came from Bangladesh during the 1970s. As we said, Altab Ali's family would have been a part of this. Uh, London's largest mosque, the East London Mosque, as I just mentioned, this graces Whitechapel Road and Brick Lane nearby is famous for its Bangladeshi curry houses. Indeed, a lot of the street signs in that area are in both English and Bengali. Uh, Brick Lane is also famous for the UK's oldest bagel bakery, a throwback to when the area was Jewish. Ironically, they serve bacon there nowadays. Brick Lane is also home to an, a huge market. Before online marketplaces, if you had your bike stolen on a Friday, chances are you would find it on Brick Lane Market that Sunday. Brick Lane is one of the three major markets in this area, the other two being Spitalfields and Middlesex Street, a.k.a. Petticoat Lane. Founded in 1570, the Whitechapel Bell Foundry was, until its closure in 2017, the oldest manufacturing company in the UK. Any church that was any church had its bells cast by the Whitechapel Bell Foundry, including Great Tom at Lincoln Cathedral, the bells of Canterbury Cathedral and St Paul's, as well as Westminster Abbey and Washington DC's National Cathedral. Other notable works include Philadelphia's famous Liberty Bell and probably the most famous bell in the world, Big Ben. In recent times, Whitechapel and Shoreditch have become famous for their street art and graffiti tours have become a recent addition to the area. Some of Banksy's early street artworks featured here, but these have gone during the gentrification of the area and the construction of the Elizabeth Line. There used to be his rats on the bridge just over Old Street. 
Indeed, art is highly championed in Whitechapel. There is the Whitechapel Art Gallery on Whitechapel Road. This is one of London's most underrated art galleries. It was opened at the beginning of the 20th century and is well worth a visit. And the actual building itself is pretty magnificent and it also incorporates the old Passmore Edwards Library, which is next door. Whitechapel is served by the Royal London Hospital, which has been rebuilt over the past decade or so. The old building on Whitechapel Road is now Tower Hamlets Town Hall. John Merrick also known as the Elephant Man, lived here until his death after being rescued from the shop window on Whitechapel Road where he was displayed. His bones are still kept in the pathology department at the Royal London Hospital and back in the 1990s, singer Michael Jackson famously attempted to buy them. Whitechapel received more than its fair share of devastation during World War II, courtesy of the Luftwaffe. If you look carefully, you can see evidence of bomb damage all over Whitechapel, loads of buildings that have been rebuilt. As we already saw, the remains of the original Whitechapel itself are visible in Al-Tab Ali Park, but there are a number of clues, a row of houses, for example, that seem to end a few houses short of where where it should, or different levels of building showing signs of post-war repair or reconstruction. If you continue east towards Stepney, this brings you to Whitechapel Road's other market, a rather anaesthetic street market, uh, and there are a number of heavily graffitied vans of the traders which stretch right up to the Blind Beggar pub, Quite a notorious place where Ronnie Cray shot George Cornell in a notorious 60s gangland execution. It was in The Blind Beggar that William Booth established the Salvation Army. And indeed, a little further along the road, there is a statue of Booth and his wife in front of a sailor's rest home. So as we said, the £60 that Whitechapel Road goes for in Monopoly, uh, currently, according to the Bank of England, £3,503.40 at the time of recording this. Is it worth it? Well, Zooplast say that the average price of properties in Whitechapel go for around £656,573 for a detached house. That was in 1936, £11,240.60. A semi will set you back at around 880,000, which in 1936 was £15,071.5p, while a terrace fetches £1,089,350, which was a mere £18,656.42 in 1936, while today £540,667 gets you a flat, which would have cost you £9,259.57, a pretty decent return on your investment. 
the £4 rent that you pay if you land on somebody else's Whitechapel Road without any property would now cost you £233.56, with one house at £20 in 1936, you are now looking at paying £1,167.80, with two, the £60, the same price as the site, as we said, £3,503.40, with three, £180 becomes £10,510.21, with four at £320, today £18,684.82, while with a hotel at £450, you are looking at paying £26,275.53p. Nowadays, Whitechapel is a very vibrant and rich area. Perched just on the edge of the city, it's a highly desirable place to live for many people, and its current value is pretty much not really a reflection of the poverty-stricken Whitechapel of 1936. It is indeed still poor in places, but by comparison, it's certainly gone up in the world. And this concludes our sojourn into the East End as Whitechapel Road turns into Mile End Road at Stepney and continues east. The next square on the board is the £200 income tax square. As Benjamin Franklin said, in this world, the only certainties are death and taxes. If you've passed go and landed on it, it is extremely frustrating. That £200 at the time of recording this, according to the Bank of England, is £11,678.02p. Let us not dwell on the income tax square. Next episode, we are going to go further towards central London as we visit probably the most famous station in the UK, King's Cross. I've been Danny Hurst, and you have been listening to Unusual Histories, the Monopoly series. Thank you for listening, and may your particular God bless you. Mm -hmm.